0: Hello everybody and welcome to Throllers. Uh Chris is not with us today He's in sunny Queensland with his family But uh, even better, I'm joined with uh, Darren Stay smith How you doing, Daz?
1: Thanks for having me, Alan You can call me Darren Ronalds tonight if you want to
0: Darren to Ronalds, it. that's perfect so yeah. I would love a little amalgamation of the two of you
1: Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just
0: a uh, double dad well, bod Double dad bod, perfect <laughs> uh well i'm really glad uh you're here because you're about to kick off the street league and uh we can get the inside goss straight away what's uh what's going on i'm signed up i only half know what's going on but i I know i want to be a part of it
1: yeah look so um it's it's it kind of it's kind of grown from the uh battle of the burbs we did earlier this year um and a little bit of in- input from what I've seen happen a lot in the U.S., which is like sort of club leagues that play against- off against each other. Um, so the goal of this league is to get tons of people playing a little bit of a different format than maybe they're used to, um, in, th- in that in being match play. Uh, I consider match play to be the best way to play a game of golf, whether it be ball golf or disc golf. Uh, and I think people, once they have a few matches playing match play will agree so um the gist of it is pretty simple you sign up you're going to get drafted to a team we're going to have a few captains probably three or four or maybe five captains who are going to draft teams uh behind closed doors but it'll be a fair and monitored draft of course uh at that point you'll have a team of say 10 players and each every couple weeks you'll have a match against a different team and I think we'll only have probably seven or eight players playing at each match. That's sort of a number depends on how many people we have out. But you'll always have a couple spares on your team if someone can't make it or they're not or they're sick or what have you. Um, and then also the goal is to actually have maybe have a team that has a bye week every week so that you have a full team of fill-ins if you're running short too. So um, and then yeah, we'll basically play like a. It looked like it was going to be an eight-round season and then a semifinal and a final and crown a champion team for the year so
0: it sounds awesome yeah i'm i'm very keen i think it's a real cool setup and uh yeah i can already tell that i'm definitely not going to make like one of the random sundays or a friday or something so having the spares is is great
1: of course so, yeah. uh, so i'm on board we'll, we'll have it set up so I, w- I want people who are listening today to know like if you can't make if you, you can look at the schedule and say "Oh, i can't make two weeks like that doesn't matter still sign up You'll, be, have, you'll have a good time. You'll get a few games in. It, I, I think playing match play improves your disc golf as well. Like It's a bit of pressure, which you're not maybe used to in a sort of day-to-day environment. Uh, if you're playing off against someone who, if you miss this putt, they win the hole. They might win the game. They might win the match. They might win the day because of that one putt. So it puts a bit of extra pressure onto your shoulders for that one hit or that one miss. So it's a lot of fun.
0: Uh, definitely, I was uh, very fortunate to get uh, drafted into the Battle of the Burbs, and it's very exciting, and uh, yeah, like you said, it just puts a lot more emphasis on sort of every single shot, every single putt, so uh, nah, cool, um, so yeah. how, how do we get on board? Uh, the easiest way, I've sent, if, if you're interested,
1: I've sent emails out to anyone who initially signed up for the information, um, so that was about, we had about 50 people sort of, um, um have interest in the initial initial call out which was in about May. Um, now that we've got we've got a sort of, I've I've released the schedule it's in the FAQ on the Melbourne pages, uh, Melbourne chats. If anyone wants to know more they can message me on Instagram or on Facebook and I can flick through the details, but the gist of it is we're trying to tack on to our matches essentially play on league days for the most part. The only exception is a few out of the whole season that don't land on a league day um and we're not so, so we're not gonna compete with the social days we're gonna just add on so we'll basically have the, our matches start in the afternoon post second round of a social day so if you come for the social day you play that warm-up round have a quick bite
0: to eat and then get stuck into a, a match as well so for the street league yeah that's fantastic that's really good planning i i like that that's my favorite aspect of it i think
1: so you just tell your wives, girlfriends boyfriends
0: partners you're out for the a little bit longer of the day than you normally would be and the rest is history so very nice all right <laughs> uh, well spoke uh speaking of social days we had one last week at bald hill uh i wasn't able to make it out but you were you had a pretty handy neg five but i uh, couldn't <laughs> catch aiden with neg eight nah, no, uh couldn't, couldn't pretty catch solid him. two strokes over yeah, uh, was... over the next best
1: I was surprised by the scores. It, it wasn't actually like a terribly tough conditions day. Um, I, I was surprised by the scores that came in. I think collectively, like the scores were low, lower than they probably should have been. Um, but that's that's the game, isn't it? You just got to play the play the crew you're playing against. And Aiden did well that that, that week, so congrats to him.
0: Man, yeah, so no, like, how yeah, hot! Yeah, uh,
1: nine birdies he had. It looks like.
0: Oh yeah, an eagle, yeah. Sorry, he always always gets that whole five eagle. eagle.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, um, I like to get that one too. Didn't did not on the weekend, which is kind of annoying. So, um, yeah, it was a strange day. Like no one really came out of the gates flying. He sort of looked like he birdied coming home the last few holes as well. He he sort of had like one, two, three, four to finish and knocked most of them down. So. Yeah, it was a funny little day, a bit blustery, but mm, yeah, collectively, I think Melbourne needs to pull the bootstraps up a little bit after
0: this one. (laughs) Well, Sam Barnett and uh, Leo Dykes and James Honeyman, they all pulled their bootstraps up. Next six for those boys. Nice hot round for Honey. Chris and I gave him a pretty good pump up and he got to the top of the Thrallers rating leaderboard and then bang, look at that. Hot round. It's all it takes.
1: It's like he was listening to you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> he fucking better, been. <laughs> now I think he actually uh, he hit Chris up. He had a listen on the way home, so he was pretty chuffed with himself because he had a he had a hot round and then uh, cop a good rating. And he's just like, "Have a look at me."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. You love to see it.
0: Yeah, very nice. Uh, Jacob did a ride right as well, which is uh, I don't know, a little surprising for mine, but <laughs> uh, he no, played, he's all played, right.
1: Played pretty clean, so. I, I like to try to go around Bald Hill without bogeying, and I managed to get, I think, two dumb bogeys this week. So
0: um, that was relatively annoying. Yeah, there was no shortage of uh, bogeys. It looks like Leo Dykes might have been the only one who uh, went unscathed. That's true. So That's true. Hot for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, – <laughs> what did I just say? Um, oh, I've lost him. Oh, Brett. Brett was a bit of a letdown for me. He's been playing some hot golf lately. And then, especially at Bald Hill, he comes away with an even, two birdies. Yeah, look, he's,
1: he's in danger of an outlight for that one. I think. I feel mm. like the guys, these guys who regularly play Bald Hill Tuesday nights, have no excuse not to be a few under the card every time they go out there. There's a few soft. Nah, exactly. And a few soft eagles. Few soft. Um, yeah, I mean, eagle opportunities as well for right-handers. So. It was a tricky. Nah, day, I guess. Sure, but- Trickier than we realized.
0: I guess so. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'll take your word for it.
1: You have to ask Mark Hardy.
0: Oof, right. I guess so. <laughs> what did he end up on?
1: I mean, he didn't. He go he out last did. week and shoot twelve under.
0: He did twelve under. He got got a big pump up from us for uh, absolutely tearing the course up, I and mean, then he comes out to Bald Hill and uh, shoots a neg one, just like a yeah. casual eleven strokes different. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: yeah, a little bit different.
0: Oh. Party. He did. Uh,
1: he, I think uh, he he did say he woke up a bit late and sort of raced to the course and didn't get to warm up and stuff. But
0: no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That old chestnut.
1: Yeah, it's
0: always something. It, uh, Philip Hall had the uh, handicap win, so he had a pretty hot <laughs> round, which is good to see. And Max Tats, which have been seeing plenty of his name lately, so he's starting to uh, rise up. And uh, our man, Farron, he's still climbing those charts. So uh, he's in that sweet spot where he's actually starting to get pretty good at this golf, but uh, the handicap hasn't quite uh, flicked over yet. It's exciting when that happens. (laughs) Exactly. The steep curve. Uh, The steep curve is fun. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So one thing, speaking of the handicaps, um, I'll have to find it now. But um, we all know Ryan Deer. He's a bit of a stud uh, for the Melbourne Club. You'd have to say, right? I agree. What also, uh, What do you think that, that his metrics rating comes in at?
1: I have no idea. I've never even thought about that for one second. Should no. I, should Should I care?
0: <laughs> oh, no. oh damn! It's just updated on me. Um, they must, they must have updated. I had a look at it the other day, and it said it was nine twelve, and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, "That is impossible! Like he's he is got, so good, he's, he's never played that bad." No, I think that's I right. No, I've just checked it I'm then, seeing, and it was a nine fifty four. So I don't, yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe he was playing some uh, shena- shenanigans with me.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing a nine fifty four. So that's a, yeah, that, that's about, that's about <laughs> where he should be.
0: Yeah, for sure. I swear, the other day it said nine twelve, and I just did. I was like, "How?" Like he's so much better than me. There's no way that my metric rating is uh, is better than his. I think you made but, a mistake. But um, maybe <laughs> <laughs> definitely clear that right. doesn't matter. Um, uh, there was a pretty
1: exciting, also- exciting moment that happened at Bald Hill, which uh, has, to my knowledge has not happened in a comp before before this week. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, tell yeah. us about this.
1: There was a two on the par five, uh, the par five fifth. So, yes, it is a softer par five in existence, but nonetheless, I don't know I've ever seen a two in, recorded in a comp. So, by uh, Taron Anderson, well done. Give you, give yourself a clap. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I'm, I'm yeah, so impressed by that. Uh, like so, just what, he, cl- he threw it to the corner, yeah, and then just threw yeah. it in?
1: Yep, sounds like clean drive to the to the middle near the tree, uh, distance wise, and then just chuck the putter around the corner and cash it in. So awesome!
0: Nah, that's amazing. Yeah, good on you, Taz. We uh, it we normally my, give him.
1: I think it was one of my die yeah. discs actually. So just
0: so everyone knows, oh. like die discs fly better. They always go in. You, you've got to know that. So. A hundred percent. Um, so one thing I did spot. Over the weekend, I think um, someone brought it to our attention in a group chat. Uh, So we've talked before on the pod about how uh, Nate Sexton's million caches in a row came to an end. And uh, we looked at who was next in line, and it was uh, Joel Freeman, who was on 50-odd in a row. And uh, his streak just came to an end as well. And he's got a little post. He said, five years, 123 events, and his cash streak is back to zero, uh, which is just, it's ridiculous that he managed to <laughs> to do that. Um, but he said, he goes, the bar is way higher than ever because over the past few years, the cash line at Idlewide has been neg nine, whereas in 2018, it was plus seven, and this year's cash, cash line was negative yeah, sixteen. Like, so can you imagine that? Yeah, seven <laughs> yeah. shots harder than it's ever been. Basically, to cash at Adelwild is pretty crazy. It is. It's just nuts. Like the the level of this golf on the pro tour now is just off its chops.
1: It's climbing. It's always climbing.
0: It's always climbing. It's
1: exciting to watch. Like, it's it's almost becoming more robotic in a a way. Like, the guys are so good, so talented, that, like, there's just no mistakes almost anymore. Like, the, the lead card you watch is just, like, people playing perfect disc golf. Which is... Which falls a little bit more in line with, like, what the PGA Tour has been like for years. Like, there's lots of guys hacking it up in, like, the low quarter of the Pro Tour all the time, but you just never see them. And then, like, the guys you watch... On the lead cards at like golf events, are just having the perfect weekends and just not making mistakes. And it's uh, it's pretty man, I would, uh,
0: I'd really love to know what that feels like.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're preaching to the choir on that one. I <laughs> can't even. know was talking so to Chris... off The first tee. <laughs> exactly.
0: I was talking to Chris about that uh, not too long ago when uh, I was in Ballarat, or something, with him, and like, I, I get it hot waves like there's definitely rounds where i play hot but i've never once had just the oh i hit all my putts and my drives were smooth like i've never had that full hot round i'd be like oh my putting was good but i did miss one from three meters and you're like what <laughs> like how are you calling that a good putting day so I, yeah i don't know
1: that's why we're middle middle pack uh <laughs> ma1 slash mpo players my man
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and we might be forever
0: yeah, exactly. I don't. Think, I don't think it's changing much. <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, we thought this would be a very good opportunity, seeing as that uh, Chris Reynolds isn't here, that we put him in our sights for the player rater. Yeah. I like um, it. I w- was trying to figure out how uh, how we we're going to go about getting myself and Chris rated, and I came up with a couple ideas, and nothing really seemed. Uh, uh, too spicy but then yeah this sort of popped up nicely here and I was like oh how about uh, how about we just go with that so what do you reckon should we should we rate Chris?
1: I love it let's do it
0: um, so I'll remind people uh, if you want it at home and uh, maybe you Daz if you don't listen as vividly as <laughs> we might think but uh, we're rating these out of just the people in Melbourne uh, on a 1 to 5 scale or 0 to 5 scale I should say Uh, In four main categories. So, putting, driving, mental game, and card vibes. And then uh, each player gets their own special category. So, uh, have we got a special category for Chris? Uh,
1: Yeah. Do you you know what it is?
0: (laughs) Uh, I I do. Um, It's uh, his ability to tune out when there's a tournament on that he is not Playing in,
1: <laughs> perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, I,
0: think, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do well.
1: I think Chris will do well in most of the categories. Maybe not that.
0: One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll kick us off with um, putting. This one's uh, about as simple as it gets. Uh, he's the best putter in Melbourne, so I, I can't give him anything less than a five. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, I think he
1: is excellent inside the circle and he's recently sort of added like a like a step jump putt which has made him pretty dangerous from like 15 in as well which is pretty awesome so uh, yeah he never used to attack those putts and now he does and he's also cashing them and
0: i'm like she <laughs> he's, he's very good yeah. um no, all I'm right what saying? about driving I'll give him, I'll give him oh a sorry five
1: for, i got i'll definitely give him a five for putting as well sorry
0: um, yeah nice what do you you got for driving
1: Uh, for driving I I was in two minds about this one I think he's quite good uh, both forehand and backhand uh, but I do think he lacks a slight amount of distance on forehand and backhand Uh, so accurate yes um, and versatile yes but distance not quite there perhaps compared to a few other Melbourne players uh, so I've given him a four
0: out of five in driving. Yeah, couldn't uh, couldn't agree with you more. I think uh, yeah, very proficient in both, but uh, just not far enough to get the the full five. So um, yeah, you got to be able to huck them nowadays. There's some there's some dudes that can slink. So uh, four, still very good for driving. He, he's um, a good yeah, yeah, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> Butting and driving is getting <laughs> nine out of ten. So. Not too bad. Um, so, card vibes. Um, I'm, yeah, it's starting to get bad here for uh, for the leaderboard. But I'm big on Chris. I I, I think he's he's pretty chill. He, he's uh, he's good fun. Um, I it seems like I'm giving out fives uh, like candy on um, card vibes. But uh, just yeah, I don't I don't think I can do anything else.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I support your decision there. I think he gets a five from me as well. Um, we've played him. Him and I have played lots of rounds together, like in the pros. And uh, he's 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 a good chat. He 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 lifts me up when I'm feeling down, or I can I can do the same to him. I think too. But we, we keep each other going and uh, keep each other up, trying to beat those Geelong freaks whenever we can. So
0: <laughs> nice um all right what about mental game you've, you've played a lot with him so you should know where where is he stacking up in the mental game
1: yeah look you guys went hard at me in the mental game so i'm not <laughs> going to be too kind to you clowns either when it comes to that one uh yeah, I, hope that's I, fair ra- I hope i get to rate you as well because you might well you
0: definitely stand. not got to now that i know you're coming after me <laughs> Um, that being said I think Chris is
1: quite strong between the ears in a round I think he's strategic Uh, I think he plans his rounds a lot better than I do and a lot better than most people do Uh, I think he's a good golfer he talks about it a lot but I think he knows what he's doing when it comes to not overshooting what he can achieve on a hole and not making silly mistakes by trying to um, outplay himself if that makes sense uh, yeah, definitely. Only, my only thing I could think of to not give him a five is he has had a few leads over the years and has not been able to close out tournaments. So that is a half a point off to me. I've given him a 4.5. Oh,
0: big. Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I um, Yeah, I had a four in my head. I didn't even know why. I, like, it probably should be a five, but I, I don't want to give it to him, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everything you said is, is correct. It's pretty cool, calm, collected. Uh, when it comes to tournaments, he has like, yeah, he has a caddy book where he knows what uh, shots he's gonna throw off each thing, and and he just sticks with his game plan. But um, uh, yeah, I'll go with the four. But that uh, that gets rounded up to a four point five for Chris. Um, huge. <laughs> pretty, big score. Uh, pretty big score. So what have we got for his ability to? Switch off and not pay attention to uh, tournaments he's not playing.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, well, funny you should ask. Uh, I'll be playing. It's funny, like, we'll be playing tournaments, and he will message us being like, what happened to you on hole five in this round? Like, you, I'm like, aren't you at home with your family? It's like, yeah, but I'm interested. Uh, and, you know, it'll keep going to the point where, We'll all be watching the Queensland scores and he'll, but he'll know like what Jade threw off the tee on hole six to get his bogey, where he threw out of bounds left. Like I don't even know how he gets the information that he gets as well, um, and with that he gets a zero out of five.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I couldn't agree more. I've never seen a man more dedicated to uh, checking live score. He checks more live scores than people playing at the tournament. Exactly um, what I'm saying. It's wild. Yeah, he
1: knows, he knows more about what's happening in the comp that he's not playing than I do in the comp that I <laughs> am. playing.
0: Uh, the thing that stands out the most to me, this was the wildest one. Uh, two heads this year. Um, I remember I was on like hole six or something, and um, Jacob was playing hole one, and uh, I could see the basket of hole one from where I was at uh, basket of hole six. And I'll look up, and uh, he's staring down like a 15, 20-meter putt um, uphill on hole one. That's scary, scary putt. But he was playing terrible disc golf, so he was like, oh, YOLO. He actually yelled out to me, YOLO, and then cans the putt. I was so impressed. I finish my hole on hole six, and I walk to the tee pad at hole seven. I get the phone out so to go on the group chat and let everyone know that uh, Jacob just birdied the, the famous unbirdable hole one. Uh, and Chris had already written nice birdie Jacob. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Like how? It just happened. Like are you just watching this? <laughs> waiting for it to one. update? <laughs> yeah. That's what
1: we're talking
0: about. <laughs> He's next level. So yeah, he gets uh he gets a zero. But um god damn, I feel bad. We we just had honeyman with the top spot, uh and Chris just absolutely fucking obliterated it. Um, Not surprising, but, uh, yeah, he ends up with an 18.5. Yeah, rightfully uh, so. Ridiculous. I want, I want to go back and change scores. They're too high. Uh, it's getting uh, Anyway, months. no, I well mean, done. Um, well done, Christos. He's going to listen to this in uh, Noosa tonight, and uh, the head might just explode.
1: It, I'm sure it will. But let, 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 let's be honest. Um, I think he'd be the top-rated disc golfer in Melbourne club, so he should. He
0: probably is the bar. He's probably the benchmark, so he should be in the lead, yeah, think, let's, let's be honest. I think so. uh, Australia's high, uh, second highest rated disc golfer might have something to say about that, but that's all right. Well, if he shows up, he can tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> the ghost of Dave Perry doesn't count.
0: Nah, fair enough. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, well done, Chris. All right, so we uh, wrap this up so you can get back to work then. We'll go uh, yes, spotlight, not yes, light sounds good uh, what have you got for a spotlight
1: uh my spotlight is i uh, i have to highlight the the albatross i know i already mentioned it but to be the first one to do it it's 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 one thing to get a hole in one lots of people get hole in ones it's another thing to get a two on a par five a little bit different a little bit funkier a little bit more rare congratulations taren it's pretty sick
0: yeah that's amazing great spotlight for you uh, mine, I'm giving uh, an honourable mention to uh, Matty Faz, uh, purely just because he is out living some disc golf dreams at the moment. He's um, out in Europe playing some beautiful courses uh, and making me very jealous. Uh, he gets a little spotlight. Check out his uh, his Facebook or his Insta if you, if you haven't seen it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got to give it to my spotlight to Jacob. So, not only did he birdie hole 12, Bald Hill, which uh, for a man who throws 80 meters at a time is very, very impressive. Um, Also at the uh, glow round on uh, Thursday at Ruffy Lake, they're all about to leave and my old man cannot find his keys. Uh, But what he does find is a hole in the bottom of his bag. And uh, he's like, well, (laughs) keys are gone. And Jacob convinced everyone, nah, let's have a look. And I think about after half an hour, whack. Jacob finds them. So, um, yeah, nice birdie, Jacob, and even better key spotting. Uh, he yeah, helped excellent. me out spotting some keys too a while ago. That, so, good job there, that's buddy. It. That's
1: excellent. i uh, love to love to see it. it. I mean, it would have been hard because it was dark, but we love to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about a knot lie? You got some knot lights for us?
1: Yeah, look, uh, I was in two minds about this one. I, was, I didn't really plan this very well, but collectively – Maybe a warning shot to the Melbourne Disc Golf Club. That league day, that social day, was unacceptable scoring. Uh, Bold Hill has been in the ground for four years. It wasn't windy. I'm, I'm as guilty as anyone, but we should be better. We should be shooting lower at that course, ladies and gentlemen. Lift your bootstraps. Pull them up.
0: No, that's good. I do love that. We we gave uh, the whole club a spotlight for shooting a million under at Ruffy. So, yeah, they, they need a copper not light for uh, not coming to play at Bald Hill.
1: And uh, my other not light, just, sorry, I, yep. I, had a, I was in two minds, but we actually just mentioned it. It's crazy that this came up. But there's a ghost amongst <laughs> us. Uh, he's very talented. I know he probably does not listen to your podcast, but people might know him and see him and talk to him. Dave, Perry, I'm worried about you. Where are you? I want you back, buddy. Come back. Come back. I miss you.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Come back, Dave. Let's go.
1: Bring that peach back.
0: Bring that peach back. That's what we all want to see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice, guys. Um,. I, uh, I'm i going to go after to It's similar to uh, Dave, who I went after last week. I just feel like he's underperforming. Um, I haven't done a lot of research in it, just um, what I feel like I've been seeing a lot of lately. Martin Go, uh, I just don't think he's been playing well. I think this is like a few social days in a row, or maybe a tournament, um, where I've just looked at his name and, and I was disappointed. So, uh, yeah, he was like last on the... Um what's the name? Like yeah, down on the bottom in the um handicap. Uh and what did he actually shoot the other day? Um I think it was Oval or it on was guitar. even. I don't know. No, I think it was yeah. uh, even, even, uh, sorry. even. So yeah. I don't know. like I said, I I think it's just been a long time coming. I think I've looked at a few and uh he, he's always been much lower than uh than what he should be. So uh yeah, Martin Garney, you should put your finger out, mate uh well, it's, it's get, a good thing you, you didn't get keep not scrolling line.
1: it's a good thing you didn't keep scrolling down until you found kyle's name
0: <laughs> yeah <well>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i let him off the hook because he's been filming me but come on man
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love the little the little clip there yeah that's rough <laughs> yeah
1: it's all right it was, it was it was on my list but he didn't quite make it
0: so yeah fair enough we like drive-bys here so that's good
1: yeah occasional drive-bys
0: <laughs> no uh
1: well thanks for having me alan
0: I've had fun. No, I love it. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks everyone for listening.